Yeah, the time is 11.40. Uh, welcome back to the show that is aiming to bring you live updates on novel coronavirus. And speaking of live updates, there was a 25th patient here in South Korea confirmed this morning. And when we talk about a 0% fatality rate here, I do so with great caution and certainly no sense of uh, overcomfort. The, the latest case being a 73-year-old woman. We can only hope that she is getting the very best possible care to support her and and whatever her immune system is doing right now. Um, But there is also the positive news that the third person to be released from hospital in this country having been infected has also been confirmed this morning. Um, Let's um, say good morning to two contributors here for our latest roundtable discussion. We're also going to be connecting on the line to the epicentre of Wuhan in a few minutes. But Hong Ji-in, first of all, good morning. Morning. And Kang Jae-un of the Korea Jung Daily. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. Couple of messages to get to, and we appreciate everyone who's been uh, contributing that way as well through text pound one o one three for fifty one per message. Zero four six eight says, "I know it's selfish of me, but I take some comfort when I see that none of the confirmed patients have been in my neighbourhood." Mm-hmm. I, 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 I mean, I think that's natural. I think all of us who have looked at these infection maps have probably, first of all, zoomed in on Seoul or wherever we live mm-hmm. and zoomed in on our neighbourhoods mm-hmm. just to see, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I do. I update the corona map, corona nearby every hour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I freaked out when I found out that one of the patients was confirmed in uh, Sodemungu where I live. So, yeah, I can totally feel yeah, that. I can relate yeah, to that. And, and then you can start to rationalise and look at the stats exactly. and mm-hmm. make yourself feel a bit better. But it's a totally natural initial impulse. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't feel it's too selfish. 3255, I constantly forget my mask, so I get this look when I'm on the subway. I mean, I, I, I don't wear a mask on the subway at the moment. Maybe I should be, but maybe people are seeing a look from me as well, because I'm looking at everyone like in kind of astonishment. Wow, you're all wearing masks. And where are these masks when air pollution's at a point of great immediate threat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to people with respiratory conditions? I mean, some people say that not wearing a mask is kind of a way to get free seats on the subway. (laughs) Oh, really? Because they move away from you? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. It it, it does make me feel a bit guilty, though. I don't want to cause people alarm on that basis. (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, we'll sort of go straight in with you, Jian, with the question Mm -hmm. of how our everyday lives have changed and some of the points we've made already reflect that. Yes, yes. So people are changing the very a that the way they eat, shop and even organize family events. So instead of eating out, uh, people are choosing to cook at home or have their food delivered and many people are turning to online shopping instead of paying a visit to stores. So the outbreak is also affecting various ceremonies. Uh, we have some children shedding tears over canceled birthday parties. There are canceled vacations, uh, issues with weddings and of course parents not being allowed to attend their own children's graduation. It's a really interesting point that you make there about people getting uh, delivered food, which, Mm -hmm. yeah, makes sense. I've been doing that too, not necessarily for this reason. But what's more likely, going to a restaurant, being maybe two or three metres away from another person, Mm -hmm. or having your food delivered by someone who's been in intimate contact with the food that you're then eating. And and you can't see that person. You don't know whether they're showing symptoms Mm -hmm. or not. In a restaurant, you can generally see the waiting staff and the the other (laughs) restaurant goers. Look, it's not a clear comparison that 
some people might say just avoid both but basically we are a communal society and you're mm-hmm, no matter what you're consuming mm-hmm. there's going to be someone before you in the chain exactly we can see some of this shown in a recent survey can we look at those numbers june Sure. uh, To just back up those changes with hard facts, Seoul National University of Graduate School, they actually conducted a survey very recently of 1,000 respondents from January 31st to February 4th. And uh, around 90% of the recipients said that their daily lives have changed drastically. So um, as um, Jean mentioned, a lot of people are, you know, keeping masks and hand sanitizers as like a shield or an armor to fight against the virus. And also, So you mentioned masks, and a lot of people are not only wearing masks outside, but also inside teachers, even in like fitness uh, gyms. Yeah, <laughs> I've noticed that a bit. I look at people in the gym. I mean, most people in the gym I've seen have not been wearing masks, but the people who are, I'm like, wow, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. You can, so much harder for you to do. Yeah, so much harder. Yeah. Um, But businesses are being affected naturally if people are changing their behavior, Jean. Of course. uh, Many offline businesses are reporting a significant drop in sales compared to just two weeks ago. So those numbers range from um, somewhere between 7% to as much as 30%. Um, But the online stores and food delivery services, they have seen their sales constantly going up in the past few weeks. Um, Microwavable meals, bottled water and instant noodles were among the items sold the most online. Like emergency rations. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to pile on it on the uh, weight of uh, documented evidence against instant noodles. But again, I mean, just take a look at that. Look, the risks of uh, people eating instant noodles more than once a week. <laughs> the data is not very beautiful. Yeah, I know. Uh, again, people take their chances with what they decide to do in life. But how are businesses reacting to these issues then, Jean? Well, first, we heard from Starbucks. Um, Starbucks Korea announced that it will actually cut opening hours starting tomorrow at uh, about 300 to 400 of its outlets. Uh, The coffee chain has about 1,300 shops here in Korea. So this measure will affect the locations with high foot traffic uh, that have been visited by confirmed patients and also those in proximity to where the cases of coronavirus have been confirmed. So they will either open one hour late or close one hour earlier than their regular hours, which is usually usually 7 a.m. to 10 or 11 p.m. And a couple of major retailers that I dare say a few of us listening, maybe some of us talking in the studio right now will have been to recently. Yes, the the main latte department store in Myeongdong, uh, including its duty-free shop, and the e-mart store in Gongdok, they remain closed right now as a precaution after it was revealed that a confirmed patient visited those locations. Uh, Latte is expected to reopen tomorrow. Uh, As for e-mart, there's no word yet on when it will reopen its Gongdok location. And uh, earlier in the week... uh, GS Home Shopping suspended its operation and some other department stores, including Silla and uh, Lotte uh, locations, were closed for a few days due to the same reason. Uh, they have since been all reopened. I'm um, just staying with this business theme for, mm-hmm. for a moment because we are going to cross uh, live to Wuhan in a moment. But as fears grow that businesses will be hit hard, what's the government here doing? Yeah, the Korean government uh, promised to support industry hit by the Wuhan coronavirus outbreak. So uh, they rolled out out some plans on Friday uh, and to help out small and medium-sized businesses. uh, 
they will offer about 2 trillion won in financing. So under this plan, businesses affected by this outbreak can apply for low interest loans. And those who have loans maturing in the next six months, they can apply for an extension. Now, the auto industry was also hit hard because uh, Wuhan is home to many auto parts factories. So right now, the Korean government is reportedly in negotiation with the Chinese regional governments to reopen some auto parts suppliers that have been shut down. And uh, in the meantime, the government is also working on securing alternative sources of supply from uh, other countries uh, other than China, such as Vietnam, Cambodia, and the Philippines. Yeah, and interesting that working hours have been relaxed as well. Uh, 23 of 32 businesses who have applied for government exemptions on the 52-hour workweek restriction have had them approved, and they include areas like medical suppliers and sanitization service companies. Um, We have uh, Mark Henshaw, Wuhan resident from Canada, on the line. Let me just uh, connect... with him for a moment. Good morning. Good morning. I mean, first of all, there is this just intense curiosity, I think, right now of what life is like in Wuhan. And we we heard from um, a Pakistani student based there earlier in the show who was saying it really is like an apocalyptic scene. You've got people completely cleared from the street. Uh, What's your own experience? Yeah, well, it's definitely quiet. Uh, Wuhan is a city of over 11 million, and it's said to be about 13 million if you count all the expats. And the streets are clear, as was stated. Uh, From my perspective, I've been staying home most of the time, so I don't really go out and about too much. But um, definitely, it is a quiet town. Are there any things that you saw either in the last few days or the last few weeks that make you start to join the dots from a personal point of view? Or do you feel as much in the dark about this outbreak as all of us around the world? Uh, Well, I've stayed in connection with the CDC, the World Health Organization, and some scholarship on The Lancet. I've tried, so on a high level, um, in terms of prevention, staying safe and all that, I, I feel pretty confident with the information I've been receiving. Um, in terms of on the ground, uh, there does seem to be a disconnect between uh, the, the Chinese, some Chinese citizens, or netizens, I should say. Um, in the very beginning, uh, some Chinese people felt that information was not quickly and readily available, and that action could have been taken faster. Um, at the same time, the World Health Organization is, is uh, actually praising China for their work. So um, it's hard to say... you know, uh, what is actually going on here. But there, there is a bit of a disconnect there. We are, again, really short of time. But I'd just like to get a quick update on your own mental and emotional state. How are you feeling at this point? Um, yeah, no, thanks for asking. Uh, you know, I think I'm a fortunate individual. Um, yes, I'm a Canadian citizen. I'm living with my girlfriend, however, and uh, her, her English is very fluent. So um, my, the information that I receive is, like I said before, the sources, and whereas she gets information from the ground. And honestly, um, I think we're very both fortunate to have each other. Um, if I was by myself, because I, I have many friends who are by themselves, in their apartments, um, I think it would be a different situation. I had a friend who just talked to, she's Chinese with her family. She said she hadn't left her apartment since, I think, 
um, the 26th or so of January, not once. So people who are completely isolated, isolating themselves and people who are also living uh, alone, I think that would be very difficult. Uh, I think I'm fortunate, though, however, in my situation. Thank you so much, Mark Henshaw. Good luck with your situation, indeed, over the coming days and weeks. Thank you. Take care. Mark Henshaw, based in Wuhan. Um, counting some of his blessings there, Jayun, I feel like we need to count some of our blessings being based in Seoul rather than Wuhan right now. Um, and there are serious disruptions to life in Wuhan, but even here in Korea, universities, for example, have been... Mm-hmm. totally changing some of their schedules. Right. A lot of uh, schedule changes, especially canceling graduation ceremonies and um, admission ceremonies about like uh, five universities. They've also postponed the opening of their spring semester to about two weeks and more are to follow as well. But uh, the canceling of graduation ceremonies also um, is kind of a Uh, unexpected change of events for lawmakers as well because they were actually planning to go to these high schools to appeal to younger voters uh, to prepare for the uh, for the upcoming general election. That has canceled as well. Um, there are uh, a lot of schools that have uh, temporarily closed uh, for about two weeks. So children's homes will be closed for about 14 days to prevent any spread of the virus. But also elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, they've um, uh, also uh, decided to, for some uh, schools, they've decided to close temporarily. Um, There's also uh, some test uh, organizers for tests like TOEIC or the National Mm. History Test also postponing their um, test dates as well, some to two weeks, maybe a couple of days, but also companies here in Korea, you know, when you apply for a job, you also take a written test. They've also suspended uh, the test date to about two weeks as well. One of the uh, quite touching stories that I saw, this was a family in the United States that was about to adopt a a child from China. They've been unable to do so so far. They had everything ready, the bedroom Mm. and, you know, it was all very emotional reading it. We certainly hope people who are planning very important times in their life or preparing for tests or whatever else can get back to normality as soon as possible um, or open up an exciting new chapter that's far from normal. Getting married would be one of them as well, Jean. Yeah, yeah, those are soon-to-be newlyweds. Man, man, they're scrambling to make some last-minute changes <laughs> after preparing for this you know, once-in-a-lifetime event for months. So some are simply postponing their weddings. Uh, some who are, those who are sticking to the original date, uh, they either switch to smaller sized options or prepare masks and hand sanitizers for all the guests. And uh, of course, a lot of them are canceling their honeymoons because they are too afraid to fly during this time. You, you think, oh, would I really wear a mask when I'm getting married? Well, mm. that, that question was kind of answered with uh, a certain mass wedding that just took place. Here in Korea. <laughs> I know, 6,000 people in all uh, got married at the... Uh, uh, at the mass wedding held by the Unification Church and including guests, it was a 30,000-strong crowd gathered at Cheongshin Peace World Center in Kapyeong. There were masks available for every single one of them, not all of them, although... I mean, I saw know, the image. It was, a, yeah. it was, a, it was a, quite a sight. It was, <laughs> it was a really yeah. interesting It always image. is a sight when you it see <laughs> like, thousands of people getting married at the same time, but in these circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Jayun, I mean, just a quick final word from both of you. Are you going to be doing anything very different in your own life, do you think, in the coming days? Um, I guess masks and just keeping my hands cleaned and hand sanitizers would be something different. But other than that, 
I'm not really sure. No. Hmm. Oh, but my graduation ceremony has been cancelled. So okay. that's a huge change. So there oh. has been an impact there. And, and you, Jean? I just try to stay home as much as I can unless I have to, you know, venture out. So, yeah, it has changed. And, and and also, I also have a child at home, so I try to be careful a little more. Well, I've got two... Well, f- four children actually, but two young wow. children um, huh. who are particularly hard to entertain at home. And I, I'm, I can oh, bet, I, I, I'll bet you uh, that they'll be wanting to do something today. Thank you very much, both of you, for joining us. It's been a pleasure having you here for our roundtable discussion. And that's it for our special coronavirus live show today.